0: Excited to have on the line one of America's biggest and most beloved food stars, authors, restaurateurs. You know her from tons on the Food Network, including Supermarket Steakout, one of our favorite longtime judges on Chop, and of course, Ultimate Culinary Domination as a most respected and also feared Iron Chef. Now back taking on the country's best at the Star of Alex versus America, the one and only I C A G Chef Alex Garnishelli. Welcome to WGN.
1: What an introduction, my God. Can you just live with me and go around announcing me as such everywhere I go? Of course, you deserve it.
0: Your own personal, like Michael Buffer. I love it. You definitely exactly. have earned that. Okay, so you're back. It's season two. It's happening. The show's a hit. People are loving it, but I think you mentioned it. The target is on your back. It's a Great chefs from around the country get a little bit of recon. They've got some uh, some video to go ahead and review and plan. Is there any extra pressure this time around? Or... Like you've said, I've seen some different interviews, as stressful as it is. Is this just kind of your jam? Are you more comfortable this year?
1: No. Um, I would say the your first thought. Um, I think chefs that come on the show have an opportunity to actually watch some of the episodes and get a feel for the game and the arena, and that adds another advantage. So on Alex vs. America, the chefs are experts that come from all over the country, and I love this kind of truly American feel to the show. But, you know, you have, you know, someone who's shucking oysters all day in Maine or someone who is cooking, you know, potatoes in Idaho all day. And when you get that kind of expertise in a particular field and they come into the arena, you know, I'm not cooking nothing but potatoes or oysters or whatever else. I'm cooking all sorts of different things. So it becomes an equation where it's my experience as a chef versus their expertise and the ingredients that they pick along the way for us to cook. So it kind of evens the playing field, but you know, I come into the arena and they're you know, I'm getting the I'm getting the hairy eyeball. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. I, I kinda wanna say, can someone come pick me up? I I think I'm I think I'm in the wrong place.
0: Well I mean but it's great for the viewers though too and it's so brave, right? Just for the listeners out there. Is there anything you said, All right, well let's try to steer away from this or do you just kinda leave it up like you say, right? Just bring it on.
1: Oh no. Are you kidding me? I mean, you know, if there's canned beef or a steak, I mean, I'm hoping that they pick the steak, for example. Not that there's anything wrong with canned beef, but we want things that are a blank slate that we can cook and season ourselves. That's always the hope. And a lot of the chefs that come into the arena, they something in, in the challenge resonates with them, and they think it's maybe going to hinder me, and they pick that. And that's just part of the game. It's a game also. And in that way, there's an element of chance. There's an element of the unknown. The judges don't see us cook. The judges don't know who cooked what. Um, there are a lot of things that, um, you know, make it a, make it sort of a story that unfolds. Yeah. I, I don't know if you've had a chance to see any of season two, but, you know, there's burned food, there's uh, cut fingers, there's, uh, you know, broken appliances, you know, it's it's a little messy. <laughs> well, right. Kind right. of like real
0: life. Well, you keep it fun. So this year, you know, added more kind of situational things. Like recently, brunch was not even a type of cuisine. It's more of a moment in time. Your thoughts on that going forward. So instead of, you know, a type of dish or a type of cuisine, maybe that situ- situational thing going forward, maybe like Thanksgiving or something fun, like crazy, you know, after bar breakfast. You know, Are there any thoughts there? What do you think of that?
1: I think there are multiple ways to approach expertise. And I think, when they cast the chefs for the show, there are a few different directions you can take um, this the the challenge in right. You can take it in a, a genre um, of cuisine. You know, if it focuses on a specific culture, for example, or it can focus, like you said, on a meal period, brunch, um, bar snacks, pre-theater dinner, right? And then you also have just ingredient-based things, right? Oh, here's a can of frog legs that have been pickled in. You know, five kinds of lime juice. So I think there are a few different sort of paths to take with regard to the challenge. And I think, um, you know, they got a, they're got they all in the mix. And I think that's kind of what happens when we go into our own refrigerator and we go into our own pantries and we cook them like, yep. oh, I have this can of beans I forgot about. Oh, I've got this bunch of kale I bought that's dying in my crisper drawer. And I think we're trying to pull from the home cook experiences, the randomness that goes into a challenge hopefully mirrors the randomness that we feel in our everyday life.
0: Yep, you never know what you're going to get hit with. Let the listeners know we're talking with Iron Chef Alex Garnishelli, star of Alex versus America on the Food Network. So in this point, you've been in almost every situation, super accomplished. You know, French is maybe the wheelhouse. But in the open, you mentioned Michael Jordan. That's what he does. So it, do you ever find yourself doing that, maybe in the off season, taking things that maybe you know you don't want to let the cat out of the bag for your competition, but that you know you're maybe not as accomplished or, or comfortable with? And do you ever train on that? Do you ever just take a day? in the restaurant and be like, all right, I'm just going to do this. I hate it. I don't normally do it, but I know it may come up.
1: Absolutely. But by the way, good luck figuring out what's going to be in the challenges. So I could spend two days uh, perfecting quiche batter, and (laughs) then we don't go anywhere near it on the show and it's just sort of lost time. So it's hard. You know, it's not like, okay, I'm a hockey player. I'm going to go play hockey, right? I mean, I'm a chef. I can certainly practice cooking, but as far as honing in on the challenges themselves or training myself on the specific, not really possible. What? All I can do is dice shallots every day and hope for the best.
0: <laughs> well, but like in season one with chocolate, that's a whole different skill set.
1: Oh, forget it. Are you kidding me? By the way, the woman who won that chocolate challenge, she was so fantastic. She is using the money to start her own um, little pastry shop where she lives. That's an instance where I could not be happier to see a chef win the prize and take that money and that victory and that confidence from the experience and then use it to just explore something deeper about their own career. I, Much as I love to win, right. competitive as I am, I love that. And I think the viewer loves that too.
0: Well, it's so cool. See, Alex, how cool is that, right, that you are at that level in the world where If you lose, people use that every single day. It makes it on their resume. It's the biggest thing that they brag about.
1: I I mean, it's a privilege, honestly, and not one that's lost on me. Conversely, I'll let you know, if I'm, you know, this great competition chef, um, not so easy for me to lose, right? I've got a track record. I've got experience. It's sort of, you know, it's like if an actor does, you know, a really established actor does a movie that's kind of a clunker course it's going to happen, right? It's probability, it's math, but it's, you know, it's a tough little pill to swallow
0: sometimes. One of the greatest strengths that you have is obviously your experience in that set. As accomplished as some chefs may be in the kitchen or restaurants, do they share with you afterwards, you know, things that were challenges for them, maybe didn't have anything to do with the food, but they see that they didn't plan for right maybe through that TV process throws them off.
1: You know, we don't get a chance to share those experiences in the course of the day. But when I watch. The episodes when i watch the show i learn a whole different side of the day and the experience that i wasn't privy to and, and i think you know if i'm watching alex versus america after being there and i'm seeing things i didn't i i can only imagine that to the viewer this has the potential to really feel like some, something exciting to watch
0: No, people are loving it. It is on the Food Network Sundays at 8 p.m. We'll have links up at WGNRadio.com for all that. Last thing out and about the entire country is open. you're getting a chance to get out. Fans, people are loving festivals and all sorts of celebrations and concerts and things like that. Talk about that, getting out and about and getting to share, you know, with friends and food and some of the flavors with the fans.
1: I mean, I love a good picnic. You know what I'm saying? And I think that there is just such a wonderful feeling when you go out, that people are just so excited to get out and and, and have experiences. Of course, I want them home Sunday <laughs> nights to watch my show, but they may then go out for the rest of the week. <laughs> but I, I agree. And I think, you know, uh, in my area of the country, in New York, the weather's been pretty good, knock wood, and... I just love the feeling. Went to the beach, I went in the ocean, and I just thought, wow, you know, life is good.
0: Yeah, people are appreciating getting out and to do that. And, of course, listeners, you heard it here that uh, Iron Chef Alex Garnicelli has given you permission to do things through the rest of the week. But, of course, on Sundays, (laughs) at APF, you are obligated to be entertained in front of your television. So, Alex, we'll let you get back to it. Thanks so much for everything you're doing, all the great TV, all the great competition, all that. And thanks for jumping on the show today.
1: Uh, Thanks for having me.